Welcome to episode 24 of the official Average Boy Podcast. I'm Jesse, editor of Focus on the Family Clubhouse Magazine. And I'm Bob Smiley, real-life average boy and real-life dedicated dessert eater. Uh, you like eating sand? No, I, I said dessert with two S's, not, not desert like you find in the flower bed I'm trying to grow. Well, Jesse, I thought you were a better editor than that. Well, you know, dessert does make a lot more sense. But, you know, how can you become dedicated to it? Well, dessert has always been one of my favorite food groups. And recently, I actually figured out how to stretch out that final course of a meal. When my grandmother, a couple of days ago, asked what I wanted on my pecan pie, I quickly said, a slice of apple pie. <laughs> That's quick thinking. You know, I would have said whipped cream. Yeah, but there, there's already whipped cream on the pie. In Texas, it's actually illegal to serve pecan pie without whipped cream. Just like God intended. Exactly. And speaking of God, I thought this podcast could be all about God. So it's not about pie? Because I really have this great strawberry rhubarb story. Uh, as I mean, as delicious as that sounds, Jesse, uh, telling others about God is way more important. Well, you know, I totally agree. Uh, but witnessing about your relationship with God, uh, that can be scary. I mean, what if people think you're weird? Wait a minute. You mean there's people out there that don't think that? Actually, I, I used to be really afraid of that. People thinking I'm weird for talking about God all the time. But then I thought, you know, I'm already weird in so many other ways that following God is probably the most normal thing about me. And besides, the Bible says in 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 15, to always be ready to give an answer to anyone who asks you about the hope you have. Be ready to give the reason for it, but do it gently and with respect. Yeah, you know, like we talked about in a past podcast, showing respect is really important, you know, especially when you're sharing about what God has done in your life, because you, know, you don't want to talk down to people or to make them feel dumb because they don't believe. Another thing that helped me overcome my fear of witnessing was realizing if somebody didn't want to hear what I had to say, that they weren't rejecting me. In fact, they weren't even rejecting God. They just didn't understand the truth yet. But by telling them the truth, then the Holy Spirit could start doing the work on their hearts, which is so cool because that takes a lot of pressure off me. Wow, that's a really good point. Thanks. I, I knew it was okay to be weird. Uh, no, not that point, although it's true. Uh, but what you said about people needing time to realize and accept the truth about Jesus, you know, when you share your faith, people don't automatically believe and want to pray with you right away. Uh, I mean, it may happen, but most of the time, God will use your words and actions to move people along in their faith journey. You know, for a lot of people, it's a gradual process. It takes time until they can see how much God loves them, and then they choose to accept God's forgiveness and begin a relationship with Him. That's why I take every opportunity to tell people about Jesus. Like that time I won the radio contest. Oh, cool. Yeah, I won a radio contest once. I texted in the mystery word, and I won 30 spicy buffalo wings. What? Jesse... Buffaloes don't have wings. As a magazine editor, you should know that. Do you, you fact check anything? <laughs> well, we, yeah, we try. Uh, but my dad used to live in Buffalo, New York, and I think buffalo refers to the hot sauce that was created in that city to put on the chicken wings. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. Well, to win my radio contest, I had to write a paper. 
You see, every Saturday morning, I listen to this show called Things That Grow. It's mostly a show about crops and when to plant them, but sometimes they'll do wacky interviews with dairy farmers. It's utterly entertaining. I spent hours writing a paper about how my brand of humor would add, well, well, humor to a show about things that grow. Well, it does sound like that show needs to be rooted in more comedy. <laughs> I see what you did, but please leave the humor up to me. Anyway, my paper won. It turns out that not many people submitted a paper because not many people wanted the prize, which was to get up at 6 a.m. and to get on the air on a Saturday morning to talk about plants. But I so wanted it. And on the day of my big radio debut, I woke up at 5.30. I jumped out of bed, snuck into my parents' room, and I quietly whispered into my dad's ear, it's time to wake up. I, I, I think your quiet whispering needs a little work. Yeah, that's what my dad said, too. Yeah. Anyway, he bolted straight up and drove me to the studio. He's such a great dad. The normal DJ greeted me. He was so excited. I still remember what he said. Well, let's get on with this. He could not wait. So we walked into the back room, and he had me sit in a professional DJ chair. By the way, the professional DJ chair looked a lot like an old lawn chair. But anyway, I pulled the mic to my face, and I said, Test, test, can you hear me? I was so excited. DJ Ted actually told me that nobody could hear me, though, because the show hadn't started yet. Then, at exactly 6 a.m., Ted flipped a switch, and we were on the air. Ted started the show by saying, Good morning, farmers. We have a special guest with... But I jumped in. I was like, it's me, Average Boy. Then I put on my best DJ voice, saying, I'm bringing you the tunes and the tudes of the town. That's attitudes for those who don't speak slang. Now give us a ring on the phone if you have a request. Here's a big shout-out to Sarah. In fact, I wrote a poem for her. Oh, cool. So how did the poem go? Uh, I never actually got to say it. Ted tried to take over the show again because it actually wasn't a call-in show. But then the phone line started lighting up like crazy. Well, okay, not like crazy. There was only one phone. But it rang, and for the next 10 minutes, we took requests. But you know what? I ignored them, and I stayed on the air. Then I talked about plants, and I even gave a traffic report by looking out the window and saying, looks all clear. Wow, it sounds like your radio debut was a huge success. Yeah, everything was going so great until I just felt the need to say something. And so I said, I know some of you listening may be going through a tough time. Let me remind you what Jesus said in John eight twelve: I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. So if you're in a dark place, know that Jesus will light your way and carry you through. Oh, cool. That, that's a great message and something you know people really need to hear. Life can get tough, but Jesus will always give us the strength and the hope to make it through. You just need to trust and lean on him. Yeah, I thought so too. I, I thought we might actually get more calls and comments, but something strange happened right after I said that. Ted got super serious, well, more serious than normal. And he walked up to me and he said, you can't preach on the air. You'll have to leave. And then he took my headset, moved the mic away. Oh. Uh, he put on a song and marched me to the front door. I was devastated because it looked like my radio career was totally over. But as soon as I stepped outside, my dad greeted me with a huge hug. And he said, I'm so proud of you, my son, preaching the gospel. In fact, he was so excited and hyped up that when we got home, it took him almost 10 minutes before taking a nap.
Oh, that's awesome. I mean, naps are great. <laughs> no, just kidding. You know, I was talking about how you shared your faith on the radio, you know, and we can share our faith in so many ways. Maybe it's uh, reminding a friend that God loves them. It could be sharing how God helped you through a difficult time or asking someone, you know, how can I pray for you? Or you could talk about the difference God has made in your life. You know, it's also good to memorize Bible verses that you can share with people. John three sixteen is always a great one. People need to know that God loves them so much that he sent his son to rescue them. Oh, and Romans 3.23 can be helpful because some people think they're good enough already and they don't need God. But this verse reminds us that everyone has sinned and falls short of the glory of God. And I love how Romans 10 verses 9 through 10 explain if you say with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, then you will be saved. Oh, wait, I have a joke that would go perfectly here. I, I don't I don't think you should use the words joke and perfect so close together there, Jess, but but since you kind of ruined the mood, let's let's hear it. Okay. Why would Jesus be the best goalie of all time? Okay, I don't think they played soccer in biblical times. Didn't they need those nets for fishing? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, uh, but the answer to the joke is because Jesus always saves. You know, when we pray to him, he hears, he forgives, and he saves. Oh, okay. I mean, that, that wasn't a funny joke, but that was a great message. Well, thanks. Yeah, and speaking of a great message, we received this voice message from a listener on our call-in line. He didn't leave a name or any indication where he's from, but hopefully he'll recognize this question because it's a thoughtful one. If you are working, but then you remember you have church on that day, is it bad to skip church? I think there are child labor laws that prohibit kids from working on Sundays. Or at least that's what I tell my dad when he asked me to mow the yard on Sundays. Well, I don't think that's what this question is about. I think the listener wants to know about the Sabbath. Oh, well, then I'm all for it. I love a good bath, especially if they're bubbles and I have my rubber ducky. Uh, not, not, not a bath. A Sabbath. Oh. Yeah, in the Old Testament, God told his people to take a day of rest called the Sabbath. Uh, even God rested on the seventh day of creation, so he wants us to take some time to slow down and focus on him. That's why I love going to church. I can praise God when I sing with all my might. And it is praising no matter what the people around me say. Um, I can also thank him for all his gifts and blessings. And I can learn way more about him when the pastor preaches. And that's the idea of a day of rest. We can get so busy with schoolwork and other responsibilities that we sort of forget what's the most important thing in our lives, and that's God. So I guess the answer to the question is if you're working and realize it's time for church, then it's best to go to church. Like it says in Hebrews 10, 25, don't give up meeting together so you can encourage one another with words of hope. Yeah, and at the same time, some families have to work on Sundays and they have to miss church. And sometimes there's sports tournaments or different commitments. So while it's not a good idea to skip church, if you do miss a service and some families watch the sermon online or listen to a podcast about God. Oh, like ours. I guess so. I don't guess. I know. Just like I know, this is the end of today's official Average Boy podcast, a presentation of Focus on the Family. You can read more of Bob's funny Average Boy stories by buying devotions for super average kids books one and two at averageboy.org. You can also sign up for Focus on the Family Clubhouse magazine at that site where you can read a new Adventures of Average Boy story every month. Yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Please tell all your friends about our podcast. We really need more friends. And if you have any questions or comments about this podcast, you can call 
888-789-5595. And you can leave us a message. Just before you call, please make sure to get your parents' permission. We may even use your question and your voice on a future podcast of ours, just like we did today. Of course, it would be really great if our callers left their first name and where they're from. In fact, you know what? I'll give you an example. Hello, I'm Bob from Texas. And I'm Jesse from Colorado, telling you, don't be average. Be super average. He's average. 